Welcome to Girl Talk Series, everyone. I am your host today, Sherelle, and I am looking so forward to presenting this podcast to the world so everyone can listen to me, particularly women, because I feel like the reason this was even created was for you guys. We can come together and unite and be here for one another. And in this first episode, you guys, I really want to talk briefly to you guys about something that a lot of women go through, but they literally don't have an outlet. They literally don't have someone they can speak to about it. And I want to talk about mental health with you guys today. And I want to discuss depression and anxiety And I want to go deep into detail with my story because I feel like it's important. I feel like, for one, a lot of women suffer in silence. A lot of women don't talk about their depression or their anxiety. They don't speak on their mental health. We're so busy being moms, wives, taking care of the kids, cooking dinner, that we really literally forget to take care of ourselves sometimes. And I want to tell you guys that it is okay to put yourself first. One thing that I have learned is that if you are not good for yourself, how can you be good for the people around you? So I want to say this. I've been struggling with depression on and off for the last few years. It is definitely a huge part of my life, unfortunately. And... I've gone to therapy behind it. I've taken medications for it. I've had people tell me to meditate. I've done a a number of things to try to get myself back on track. It were days, there were days where I couldn't even get out of bed. There were days where I didn't want to do anything. There were days where I just wanted to lay in bed and sleep all day. There were days where only place I saw in my house was my room. There were moments where I didn't feel heard. I didn't feel seen. Um, There were a lot of moments where I questioned if I still wanted to be here, if I wanted to take my life or not. And this is a disclaimer I just want to put out there. If anyone listening to this right now is hearing something they're uncomfortable with, please exit out because I don't want to make anybody uncomfortable. This is going to be a little bit of a sensitive topic for most So if it is sensitive for you before I go any further, I would just ask that you leave just so that I don't trigger anything in you because I would hate to do that. That's not my intention. But yes, so it's just been pure hell, you guys. Honestly, the last two years have been the worst. Last year, I was so depressed, you guys. I didn't see a light at the end of the tunnel. I remember calling the National Suicide Hotline at one point because I was in so much pain and I was having suicidal thoughts. I remember going to my primary care saying, I need help. What can you do for me? Him giving me medications that didn't even help me. I remember him telling me, you know, he can help me the best he can, but I should see a psychiatrist. I remember seeing numerous psychiatrists and nurse practitioners who would give me medications, but then when I would tell them the medications aren't working, they didn't want to change it. I had one particular doctor that would not change my depression medications, and I kept telling him over and over how it was making me sick, and he did not want to change it. I had another doctor 
who literally tried to diagnose me with bipolar, you guys. And then she retracted her statement a day later and said, oh, well, I don't really know if that's true or not. I'm just guessing. Now, when it comes to somebody's mental health, you can't play around a guess like that because she literally was having me taking bipolar meds that for what reason am I taking these meds? You, you get my point? And it was really just sad. You know, I've just I've tried everything to combat it, you guys. But it's rough because not only am I dealing with depression, but I have anxiety as well that is taking over. Um, I literally have done everything I can to try to assist with anxiety. Anxiety affects me going places. I can't drive a lot of places because if I go a place that I'm unaware of, I get scared. So everywhere I go, when I drive, I, have, I go to places that are familiar to me. If I don't, I'm not familiar with the way I'm going, then I won't go. A lot of my days are spent in my house, in my room, you guys. I don't leave my home as much as I should unless I have to if I don't have to leave my home I won't leave but if I need to then I will I feel like depression has taken my life pretty much you guys I don't live a normal life and honestly you guys let me just say this as a woman if you are struggling with depression or anxiety and let's say this you are in a relationship I want you guys to know something. You need to date somebody who is going to understand your mental health. You need to date somebody who is going to realistically understand where you're coming from. You cannot date someone who's not willing to sit down with you, figure you out, who is not willing to research just to know what is going on with you so they can assist you. Now, on the other hand, as a woman, you do have to let the man know what you're going through and what things he can do to help. But at the end of the day, if you are struggling with mental health issues and you're dating someone and they don't understand what you're dealing with, it's going to be hard for them to really connect with you in a sense because they're not going to be, it's going to be a disconnect there basically. Um, and a lot of my relationships, when I would talk about my mental health openly with men, a lot of them did not know what to do or what to say to me. They would be all over the place. They wouldn't know how to act in certain situations. And I felt horrible about it because if I had anxiety attack or had a depression moment, they did not know how to help. They did not know how to react. And it's not their fault. A lot of people you got to understand are not educated on mental health issues. They're just not. Yes, there's Google. Yes, there's things people can do. They can go to the library. They can do whatever they have to do. However, most people People that care will do it and people that really don't care are not going to do it. And you can't force someone to do it. But I still feel like there's a stigma behind mental health that we're still facing in the world. Some of that stigma has been broken, but a lot of it hasn't. Um, and I want to say I was blessed to have to have a great boyfriend that really understands me. I'm blessed. My boyfriend literally went. And started researching things about my mental health. The moment I told him I had depression and anxiety, he was researching. He was telling me things I could do that, that that could help me. He will literally even do homework assignments with me where he'll say, okay, babe, write something down, how you feel in your notes, and we're going to go over it. Now, not every man is going to be like that, you guys. You got to realize that. 
If you do meet a man that is lucky enough to understand your mental health and sticks by you, because some men cannot always handle mental health issues. I've had men in my past, like I said, who did not know how to handle my depression or my anxiety. They just didn't know. And, you know, again, I don't blame people for not understanding it because a lot of people just don't understand how mental health works. Um, But. It can it can be a struggle for the people in our lives and we don't realize that it can be a struggle for our family, our friends. Yes, the mental health issue is affecting us, but it affects the people around us as well because they feel at a loss. They don't know what to do when we're in these situations. Um, One thing that has helped me a lot is therapy. You have to go to therapy, you guys. That's a big one if you are dealing with mental health. And I want to tell you why. Because most times we think we can defeat the depression and anxiety by ourselves. And the reality is we cannot. We need assistance to do so. Because if we, I've tried to do it myself numerous times, you guys. And each time I tried, I would do good for like a month or two. Then I was back in the cycle of depression again. So it never really fixed itself. One thing I want to tell you too, if you're going to therapy for assistance, stick with therapy. Do not keep leaving if you're not fully where you need to be. My mistake in my therapy sessions was I would feel like I was better and I I felt better and I would stop going to my therapist for months at a time. And then I would end up going back to her like, wait a minute, something isn't right. And she kept telling me, you know, you got to finish it out. You can't just come to therapy, stop it, then come back. You got to finish it out. And I'm learning that now. I'm actually going to be seeing my therapist Saturday for an appointment about everything that's going on right now. And never be ashamed to be in therapy. So many. I want to just put this out there. A lot of people feel ashamed to go to therapy. They feel as if, if they're in therapy, it's this horrible, bad thing and that they cannot be in therapy because therapy is just like, oh, my God, you can't talk to a stranger. Let me tell you, do not let anybody tell you that therapy is bad. Therapy is one of the best things that you can do to yourself as a woman because you can sit down, you can talk to someone, you can get to know yourself. And what I love about my therapist is she gives me homework assignments to do and they help me figure myself out. So never be ashamed to reach for help. And if you have to be on medication, take the medication. I used to be so ashamed to be on medications. And I remember I have a blog blog site on WordPress and I did a story about that. And I remember a lady in my comments said to me, she said, Sherelle, why are you ashamed to take medication? She said, take the medication. If it makes you feel better, if it helps you take it, she said, don't sit there in pain and do not take your medication. And I had to remember that because I've been off my medication now for a few months, you guys, because again, I went through a phase where I thought I was feeling better. Well, it turns out I'm not doing that well right now. I'm just going to be honest with you as far as my depression goes. So I finally was like, you know what? I have got to get back on track. So I really just decided that I'm going to get back on medications. Now, I will see my primary care for medications, but I feel like even though I love him to death, he's a great provider. He cannot assist me as well as a nurse practitioner or a MD or a psychiatrist would be able to do. So I am currently, right now, I have an appointment to see someone for medications as well as for next Friday. And I'm looking forward to that. Um, it took me good a good two weeks to find this provider that I wanted you guys because I literally had scheduled an appointment with a different provider who I didn't really care for and then I ended up canceling with that provider um I scheduled with another provider as well who never got back to me so unprofessional like she never got back to me about the appointment so I ended up saying forget her 
Um, and now I'm officially have an appointment with somebody and I'm like, thank God. Let me just shout out to the lady that spoke with me on the phone at that doctor's office. She was so sweet. We played phone tag for a week, you guys, a week. And this, this lady, she literally kept calling me back every day just to make sure I got scheduled. She was on point. I'm going to tell you like the best. So shout out to her, you guys. She literally was, it is what amazes me is when people really want to help people with mental illness and you can tell they want to help because they're going to keep calling you and doing whatever they can to make sure you get the assistance that you need. I love stuff like that. Um, and I want to tell you guys something. I myself work in mental health, so I know what it feels like to deal with mental health issues and to see it firsthand when dealing with my patients. It can be super draining at times, but at the same time, what I love about it is I learn so much about my patients and I learn so much about what they have going on and it lets me know everybody has a different level of mental illness and where they are at with their depression or anxiety or whatever they may have outside of that um but it makes a huge difference when you are going through mental health issues when you have a provider or a doctor you're seeing that really cares or the staff that works at the doctor's office really cares it makes a huge difference for that patient um I want you guys to say when you are picking well I want I want to say to you guys, not I want you guys to say, I'm sorry, y'all. Let me correct my speech. But um, I want you guys to see that when you are picking a provider for your mental health, always pick the best one you are comfortable with. Do not settle. Because a lot of times what I see is people will settle for these providers. And then later on, they realize that they got a provider that they didn't weren't wasn't happy with because they were rushing for an appointment. Even if your appointment is scheduled for weeks and weeks out. Make sure you pick the best provider. You can research that provider online. Do what you have to do. And also, Google reviews are the best, too, because they will tell you if that provider is good or not most times. If you see that a facility or a provider does not have good reviews, I would definitely would not schedule with them. Or if you don't even see any reviews at all on the Internet for them, that means they're probably not that well-known. They could be new to a practice, and they may not have any reviews, which could be good or bad for your mental health because you want someone treating you who really cares and genuinely wants the best for you. Um. I'm going to tell you guys also um, some things that you also can do to try to help combat against that mental health to make you feel a little bit better if you're dealing with depression. The biggest thing that I'm trying to get out of is getting out of my room and getting out of my house. Now, I work from home, you guys. So working from home, you're secluded in the house every day. The only way I talk to my coworkers is through email. We may talk on the phone or email, but that's it. So other than that, I'm in this house by myself during the day and I'm trying to work work and get everything done. Now, the biggest thing for me that I've been trying to work on is I get two 15-minute breaks and I get a 30-minute break for lunch. On my 15-minute breaks, I try to make sure to step outside. I go outside, I check on my dog, I walk my dog, I walk the yard, I check the mail, I do anything. That's one thing my therapist had taught me was go outside for five minutes each day and let the sun hit your face. Okay, so I'm learning, you guys, sometimes you have to literally step outside and fill the air. That's a big one. Go outside, even if you don't want to go. Like, even today, my boyfriend was like, babe, you need to start taking walks every day to feel better. And he was right. And I said, yeah, I took... And last night, I actually went for a walk with my mom and my daughter. We went for a walk around, around you know, my parents' neighborhood. And it was nice. So I'm learning that sometimes I have to go for walks. I have to do things to get out the house to feel better. Because if not, I'm not going to be feeling good about myself. So a big one, you guys, that I'm practicing and working on myself... It's just getting out the house. Another thing is, I feel like this, to me, this helps me. 
if you have a clean body and a clean mind, I think you'll feel better too. Um, a lot of people don't realize some of the foods that we eat are not the healthiest. And when you're putting all that junk and stuff into your body, it also can affect your mood and stuff like that as well. We don't realize it, but it's true. So when you're eating cleaner, like for me, I don't eat beef or pork. I don't eat any sweets. I pretty much eat clean. So I only eat seafood, turkey and chicken. And the rest of my foods are pretty clean. I don't eat fast food. I had to cut that stuff out. And when you start to eat cleaner, your body will start to feel better too, which will help you think a little bit better. So I would suggest if you can, I know I'm not saying telling everybody to give up their sweets, but if you can try to have days where you eat a little bit cleaner just to cleanse your body up, um, you know, that might make you feel better as well. Another thing is surround yourself with family and friends. Family and friends is going to be your biggest outlet because if you want to get out the house, call your girlfriends up. You can go to the mall, the movies, the bar, club, wherever. But get out the house. Go out with your friends. Go out with your family. Um, try to be around people so that you're not sitting in a room secluded by yourself. That's something that I'm working on too. It's been a struggle for me to do. But my daughter keeps me busy. So I've been going outside a lot more since she's out of school for the summer. I'm outside more with her. I'm doing other things and trying to get out of this space that I've been in. Um, or either, you know, I'll try to go be around my family more, my friends more. So I'm working on it. And sometimes it's not going to happen overnight, you guys. These are steps that I'm taking that are baby steps for me that I'm suggesting that you guys should try too. But it may not happen overnight. It's baby steps. Um... Another thing I know with depression, we tend to feel down on ourselves. So what I've also learned is write some aspirations on a sheet of paper. Look in the mirror and tell yourself, like, you might be feeling depressed about your weight gain. Look in the mirror and say, you're beautiful. You look good today. You know, write down some affirmations to make yourself feel good. Look in the mirror and say, I'm going to get that job tomorrow. Just anything that you can think of or look in the mirror and say, I love my smile today. You repeat those things on a daily basis, you will start to believe them. Now, that's something, again, that I'm working on. I wrote down some affirmations and if you write down your daily affirmations, that'll help you a lot, guys, um, because you're repeating something to yourself every day. Um, also journaling, that's a big one. That was actually my boyfriend's idea because I hate writing guys. I hate write writing. I'm more of like, I'll type on the computer, but I don't feel like writing stuff out. So a big thing for me, I've learned to journal and yes, I do write that down. But if you also, they also have journal apps on your phone as well, where you can record your mood and stuff if you want to do that. But yes, get a journal, guys. I have a purple journal that I ordered off Amazon. Whenever I'm having an emotion or a feeling, I write in my journal. Because in that moment, track that mood. Because I guarantee when you come back and you reread it, you're going to feel 100% different. So always write, write in a journal to get your thoughts out. And you also can do video journals on your cell phone. You can pull out a video, record yourself for your mood for the day. Then you can always look back and then you can go, well, I could have said something differently or I could have done that differently. You can just kind of go back and go over your mood for that day and see, you know, how you could have looked at things differently, how you could have done things differently. Another thing that I want to say that really will help with, you know, depression, um, retrain your thoughts. That's a big one for me. My therapist is teaching me that now. Retrain your thoughts. You might be having a negative thought in your head, but when the negative thought comes, 
take it back and make it a positive thought. Like, let's say, for instance, I could say I'm not going to lose any weight on the scale this week because I had a I had a cookie. I can retrain my thought to go. I'm going to lose weight this week. Um, Even though I had that one cookie, I'm still having faith that that one cheat day is not going to affect me. You know, it's just about retraining your thoughts, because when you start to think more positive and you have a positive mind frame. And a lot of things, I think, with depression, we tend to overthink every little thing. So you got to get your mind in a place where you can train those thoughts to be positive. It's not going to happen overnight, you guys. But once you get there, you'll feel better. I'm in the process of trying to get there, too. But I want you guys to know listening is that I'm still a work in progress when it comes to my mental health. I'm still trying to get there. So everything that I'm telling you guys to do, I'm in the process of doing myself. And we can all do it together to feel good, to feel great, and get our mental health on track. Um, but it does take a village. Um, you have to have a lot of people around you supporting you because if you're sitting in the, in, in your house all day and you're feeling down or whatever, you don't have a support team around you, you're not going to do well either. You need people around you who understand your mental health and who get you people that you can call and talk to because with the pandemic and COVID and so much happening in the world and the economy being the way it is, a lot of people are super depressed. So check on your friends, your strong friends may appear strong in front of you, but they might be weak behind closed doors. They might be going through something behind closed doors. So Always check on your friends with a text call and say, how are you doing today, Felicia, or whatever. Just check in on people because you never know what somebody's going through. Um, and most of all, just take care of yourself. I know that it's easier said than done because, again, like I said, as a woman, we run around, we do a thousand things. We, we act like we're superwomen and we're not. And the reality is we got to take care of ourselves in order to be good for our kids or our husbands or whomever because if not, we just can't, we can't do it all. So if you are struggling with mental health, please, please, please reach out and go to therapy. If you can, let your PCP know. Um, Reach out to the National Suicide Hotline if that can help you. Because I'm telling you, when I did it, it made me feel so good. The lady was so welcoming. And I did it through chat where you can chat with them. But I had to wait in the longest line on the the computer to get in. But it was worth the wait because it made me feel better. Um, So... Just take care of yourselves, guys. And as women, we got to uplift each other and guide each other and be there for each other and let each other know that it's going to be okay no matter what we are going through. So remember that, guys. Take care of yourself. And again, thank you for tuning in. I can't wait to see you guys in the next episode.